dig 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 just leave it. Just leave this until you're done. Got it. The only thing you're going to want. It's like, okay, I can actually relate to him. <laughs> I didn't even think of it until after they both said it, but they're all, you know, they're seventies now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm thinking, oh God, I still think of them as, you know, well, me too. I think of me as, you know, 40. <laughs> um, okay. So you're done until. So do I. Show. Yeah. I'm 35 in my, yeah. my, until I look in the mirror and then, it's, oh Christ, <laughs> look at this fat old F. <laughs> I think you guys are going to go through some of this last week Joe Yeah. I can already tell you right now that you're going to have to um, dial it back okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, by hitting what, is, um, what does that say again that says Li uh, it'll say live stream and it'll say studio bypass so right now you're live in the council. But it was white. Or it was gray. Correct. And then when you want to go back to studio right. bypass, then you just hit this one. Okay. Those are the only two buttons you got to worry about with that. Got uh, Joe, I'm going to warn you right now, you're going to have to dial back. Ah. Hitting <laughs> no golf show today. Gray. Nope. Okay, I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna listen every day. Yeah. How about Jackson Brown recording bus sounds? I had no idea. Oh yeah, I, I read the history of that album many years ago, and it was just like, what in the hell? Yeah, that one, that album might be the perfect. You know, they talk about driving tunes. Yep. That whole album is just a driving tune. It's a great good album. songs yep. on that thing. Yep. No losers. <laughs> On that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that thing said the blue button says go live for the. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <sighs> go live. How mad would you be? And I'm assuming they didn't say it. When they set up, when Jackson and, and the band set up recording studios in their hotel room, they had like a couple of floors rented, right? <laughs> They had to. Yeah, I was thinking the same they didn't thought say anything, I did. But I started just getting really, really angry. <laughs> I'm like, you <laughs> sons of bitches. I'm yep. And then I started thinking about it. Well, wait a minute. They got a crew. They've got, yeah, <laughs> they had to have a couple of floors rented. I thought the same thing. I'd okay. be the guy going, shh, guys, shh, <laughs> keep down, you know. <laughs> Best band in the whole world. Recording an album, and I'd be angry. Uh, you home? All right. Uh, You're all business today. Look at you. I know. Mr. Did, did you get his email from Reavers? Uh, regarding Seafoam, yes. Regarding Seafoam, yes. Uh, well, oh, I'm sorry. Promo. Promo, you need to open. Check one, two. Johnny, Johnny, say hi. Hi, uh, Rook. How the hell are you? Oh, that's kind of weird. Weird. You think it's your shitty headphones? Uh, Yeah, is there an adapter? 
I'll use that, please. <clears throat> Everybody's talking. Joe, do you know what a good feeling it is when you can finally start bolting it back together? Yep. It makes everything so worth it. What do you uh, use for I, chrome polish? Uh, mothers. Uh, oh, no, for chrome? Uh, it's some uh, turtle wax stuff. Turtle wax is the best. Yeah, and uh, I did it three times. And the uh, mother's aluminum polish, I only did it once. Because, you know, the more you polish that aluminum, the shinier it gets. Yep. And it's I, you just have to draw a line going in. You just, before you even start, you have to convince yourself, I'm only doing, doing it once. What year is this sled? Uh, this is a 73. And it was the first model that they used uh, an aluminum tunnel on. Okay. <clears throat> I'm ready. And then you've got... Kenny, it must have been nice in your yep. neck of the woods yesterday, huh? I couldn't believe it. Yeah, see, it was cold here, so when I got your text, I thought, uh, what the hell's Kenny talking about? It's freezing out and cloudy and foggy. and Gorgeous today, man. We got yeah, some. Gorgeous open? today. Not today, Chris. The track isn't open? Not, not today, fellas. Oh. Hi. Now there's Kleenex here, so avail yourself of the Kleenex. That's right. No, I actually moved it to the other room. Well, go get it. I'm going to go get it. You need some? Uh, not yet. What's Mr. Mucus doing? Well, Rook's going to run the show, and uh, oh, Mr. Boy. Mucus is going to sit where Rook sits. Oh, boy. <laughs> This was her idea, not mine. Whose? Jess's. What What idea? Next week. What about it? I wasn't going to take time off. Well, why not? Do it. Who cares? Right. I'm going to take, we got to take one day off next week, boys. I don't care which day. You want to make it say, Wednesday? I would say do it Wednesday because Kenny's going to have Spoon over and you're going to have Josh on Thursday. I am? No, but perhaps. Wednesday would be the easiest. Are you aware of the Ilhan Omar kerfuffle? Kerfuffle. She spoke over the weekend in town, uh, just throwing red meat to her followers, and that is that she's going to work to make Som Somalia number one in the world or something and uh, expand its territory. Uh, and the U.S. government will do what we want. They will follow our orders. Well, okay, but I don't know what she's saying because I don't speak Somalia, Somalian. You want that audio? We have to have the audio. <clears throat> I think it's funny to listen to her speak Somali. If you go to Twitter, Rookie, yep. um, just do Ilhan Omar, comma, Somalia, and there's a couple of accounts that have retweeted it. I, don't, if you go to I Twitter, thought you had it all ready to go. <clears throat> Yes, but I'm not sitting. So, wait a minute, Joe. Are you saying that the people that voted for her and her district are not her number one concern? That's what I'm saying. The crime in South Minneapolis and R Riverside? Not? No. That's shocking. Hi, this is me, Matthew. This is how I sound. Hi. <laughs> 
this why, is hello. my level. That's the story. But if you go to, it's easier if you pull That's up. That's the story. Uh, Twitter. What's the story? Are, I've got a Newsweek article on this, Joe. I just saw that too. Ilhan. Oh, wait a minute. It just went. It went to the Washington Times. That's what I have. Yeah, I've got a Washington Times piece. I don't know how I got there. <laughs> Somebody got a ton of money for uh, a Lambo that Trump once owned. $83 is a lot of money. What's the phrase? New money buys Ferrari, real money buys Lambos? Something like that? I don't know, but I've always said if I was a billionaire, I'm not owning a Ferrari. I don't want oh. to be in your cult. Maybe I'm paraphrasing you. Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Store. Rattaloni's. You got it. Tell me when. When are you calling for that Ilhan stuff? Because I don't have it yet. It won't be immediately. Okay. Before Friday, Matthew. <laughs> yeah, before Friday. Okay. All right, then we'll just start rolling. Um, well, what about this? What about this? What if you got off the chair and went around there and helped him find it when I want it? Oh, well, I can, I'll, I'll find a chair over there and hold his hand. No. Maybe put your no, left hand on his thigh. No, he doesn't there. need to. I this is this. Can, I can run this board. You can rub it's all this post and pre stuff that run your hand is different. All right, I am. I'm going to listen to every show. Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number one, two, three, four. Hey! Oh, wow. January 29th, 2024. I wonder if we'll break the high today. The record high uh, is 49 degrees on this day in 1931. And it was as chilly as 29 below on this day in 1951. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. They apparently, they being the uh, people who live around Potterhorn Park, have a sled fest in the winter, art sled rally. In the summer, don't they have the puppets and the funny, oh, sure. funny yeah. things? And and uh, there's a story in Alpha News with a big picture of an art sled. Uh, in other words, a sled that's passing itself off as uh, the locals have, have uh, called it art. And it's a, a bunch of cardboard painted to look like bricks with flames coming off the top. Painted on the side of it is the third precinct. Oh. And in the absence of snow, I guess it was pushed down the sidewalk or something. And a crowd that's that I'm looking at in the picture that's uniformly white is just having a good time laughing at this. They think oh, there's a lot of chuckling. Engagement. It is. It's, it's good <laughs> community engagement. They're chuckling and the kids are pointing and it, it just looks great. So... 
fantastic. The, the, the problem is uh, in Minneapolis and St. Paul is not only who leads it, but who lives there. And uh, if this is passing itself off as humor and uh, artistic work, I would say that's a, a further indication that Minneapolis is a bit a bit in trouble. Well, when I saw mm -hmm. the the video yeah. online, I said, oh, "That's why it's such an asshole." Okay, now it makes sense. Those happy people are the happy voters of Mary and Ilhan, Junior Mayor, and uh, Rock and Cows Governor. All right, that leads me to a good point. We had the Reverend Tim on Friday, and. Uh, Many, many emailers have weighed in, including former state senator Dave Osmick, who wants me to know he bought his own stationery. For some reason, I gave him grief about when he left, he took stationery with him. He purchased that stationery. He wants me <laughs> just, to know that. Just so you know. Right. Uh, but many, many, many uh, uh, emailers weighed in on this, and I'm going to condense it. Uh, their objection to Tim, uh, not their objection, their criticism of Tim's appearance I, I can get that down to one line. Tim kept saying, we need Republicans to address the crime issue. We need to sit down with Republicans. Tim, there aren't any. I, I should have uh, noted that Friday. There aren't any. That's that's the problem. The Minneapolis City Council is virtually all Democratic socialists. The mayor is a, is a progressive. The governor and the legislature are all progressives. The St. Paul City Council... Uh, includes among its members democratic socialists there are no countervailing voices tim uh, i'm not sure that that's would be the solution to the crime problem in minneapolis wouldn't necessarily be a sit down at any table regardless of who sat there but in the event uh, that you think it's republicans tim you have to disabuse yourself of that notion there aren't any and that that pretty much sums up to the point where we had to beg that Fry was going to get reelected. Yeah, uh, that that pretty much sums up the emails. We uh, we appreciate Tim's good work, and uh, he's a friend of the show. But he didn't make any sense Friday, and emailers were reflecting that uh, they did so civilly. But it boils down to Tim: there aren't any Republicans. We we wish there were. There aren't any. That's that's the problem. And uh, I, I've got so much that uh, I just don't even know where where uh, to begin. Do you know that Minneapolis made the bed bug list? Oh, uh -oh. is that good or bad? Well, that's a bad thing. Okay. Uh, this is from uh, Daryl who writes, I bring you great news. <laughs> this past week, I ran across an interesting press release from Orkin Pest Control. <laughs> All right. On January 22nd, uh, just that would have been just last week. Orkin released its annual top 50 bed bug cities a week ago today for 2024. The bed bug cities list is based on treatment data from the metro areas where Orkin performed bed bug treatments. <laughs> the ranking includes both residential and commercial treatments. The winner in 2024 was Chicago. Oh, they're, they're the bed bug capital. That's old news. Chicago has been number number one in the bed bug uh, world for three years row in a row. Wow. They must be proud. And uh, no surprise here that the list contains many blue cities. <laughs> the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, the more likely you are to find bed bugs. Good for Oregon. <laughs> right. Uh, the big news, Mr. Mayor, is that Minneapolis finally cracked the top 50 bed bug list for the first time. 
coming in at number 47. Just when people were saying that Minneapolis can't accomplish anything, Mayor Fry and the city council did it. Congratulations <laughs> on that truly astounding achievement. One for the record books. Well done, well done. We may think that the city council's resolution calling for a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas was a waste of time. Perhaps not. It could become a catalyst for world peace. But Minneapolis now number 47. How do you celebrate? Do we get a cake? I think I think a giant bed bug statue should be created. <laughs> oh, there you go. Maybe oh, in the Nicollet Mall. I a don't bed think... bug doffing its cap the way Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> or can goes. we put it where the Columbus statue used to? You, we could. There's room on the Capitol grounds. All right. Forty-seven is nothing to be proud of. No, I think let's go here. How much to do? Let's go. <laughs> bed bug sled. Uh, yes. How about that? Yes. To celebrate the bed bugs. John, aren't you glad we don't do Krabby Coffee Shop anymore? Because we'd spend 45 minutes talking about that stupid topic. <laughs> At least. We don't do Krabby anymore. <laughs> stories like that. Hey, what happened to that show? Yeah, I get yeah. stories about bed bugs and stuff people <laughs> put in their bottoms. I, I get five emails a week from people, and I always blame Kenny. They always yeah, a- answer with, yeah, that figures. I, I, don't know, me. I don't know how he's signing his name now. M. Mid? Uh, Willard Anger? I noted with astonishment the map of damaged and broken streetlights put up by one of the local news outlets. I think it was Channel 5 because uh, I saw the same thing. There are a large number of lights that have been ravaged, and apparently this is not new. It raised some questions. None of the questions were addressed in any news report. First, how valuable is the copper these miscreants are stealing? I found about three to five bucks a pound if I was reading the info correctly. You and your crack research staff can look it up if you'd like. How much copper is in a given streetlight? It doesn't seem like much, but then I'm not a criminal. It must be easy to get at. You'd need 100 pounds to get a six-pack and a pack of Terrytons. Second, is there an alternative to copper? It's a good point. Last and most importantly, this just isn't this just the sort of thing city council should be addressing? No, not our city council. They have bigger uh, fish to fry. Uh, this just occurred to me. What of the EV charging stations? Wouldn't those be full of copper? I, I have no idea. I don't know. Of course, the more people are not held accountable for their actions, the longer we will be without nice things. And that's true. Now, the copper theft in St. Paul is rife. It's, yeah, it's you happening. Can't, there's, uh, everywhere. Yeah, take off the bottom access plate. You go in and you snip some copper. I'm with Willard here. How much could that be worth? <laughs> I, I saw the mug shot of there was one story that had the guy and the two gals in St. Paul. And the first thing I thought of is how did these three idiots not electrocute themselves? Right. Because they did look terribly bright. <laughs> Yeah, one, they probably made off with thirty-eight bucks in copper. Rook, I'll be getting to. Uh, I'm ready. I'll be getting to our gal here in a moment. I just want one thing to say about St. Paul. Yes. This Saturday, I took in the Grand Day Parade. McLaren's balcony overlooks West Seventh Street. Yes, it does. So we we all went over there and had. Pizza that was the book. Grand Day Winter Carnival Parade. <laughs> oh, okay. And Winter it was fun. Carnival. I saw our guy uh, Tommy the 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 Volk the Tommy 20 Barrett. year anniversary. Yep. You know what I didn't see? Huh. I didn't see Melvin People. Carter, the mayor. Right. He was he did not have any part in it. Yeah. I did not see any of the St. Paul City Council. You'd think that being such a big St. Paul event, 
that they would have had a float for the new council or the mayor comes out there. No representation politically. You're causing me to become very heavy. Okay, I didn't mean to. I just that no, was an observation. it's a good point. Okay. The closer you get to the, call, uh, the country's tallest buildings, the more likely you are to find that the sitting political class would frown upon anything historically conventional about a city. Ooh. Uh, just think about it. I yeah. mean, I'm sure Portland has, you know... Uh, I don't know, Raccoon Days or something. Riot and, Fest, 2024. And that, that they wouldn't attend that because that would speak to an older way. Ah, that would speak to okay. an older way. And well, the Winter Carnival, uh, God love it, is just a shadow of its former self yeah. because it it doesn't uh, reflect the modern sense of abilities of, for example, in St. Paul's case, of an all-female city council, virtually all of whom... Uh, well, some of whom at least might have been born in St. Paul, but many weren't. And, <laughs> and they have no interest in it. Uh, I'm sure they view it as uh, being once male-dominated. Oppressors. Uh, oppressors. And that's just what it comes down to. Any historical event in a city that has a long-standing tradition, well, including and up to and including, in St. Paul's case, the 4th of July has sure. been ignored yeah. Yeah. by the sitting political class because it's beneath them. It doesn't entertain their vision of how we should be living in rags and all working at the mop factory. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, it's, just, it's just not their cup of tea. Joe, so. how long before the council and the mayor decide it's time to shut down the winter carnival festivities? It's they, just, it's just they, probably, they probably will never shut it down. What they do is just completely they ignore, ignore it. it. Yeah. 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 Completely how ignore do, it. How do you think Melvin would like being the mayor of my town where my mayor, when it snows, he gets up at three in, three in the morning, gets in the uh, front end loader, starts pushing snow around to have the city streets cleared by the time the sun comes up. Do you think Melvin would do that? No. No. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, look at plowing and the trouble. There's nothing wrong with the plow jockey St. Paul has. Right. We have plows and we have guys that can run plows. But look at the trouble there's been with plowing. Well, in fact, there was a T-shirt. It'll melt. Yeah. The trouble <laughs> we've had with plowing is that even plowing is an old affectation of convention. Yeah. And what hurry does the current crop of the political class have to get to work? Well, they're all right. working think, from think home. About, think about it that way. They're, they they either work very lightly, very casually, or they don't even bother to go to the office. No, they're working from home. So what urgency do they have to place a plowing? Well, get, get right back to streetlights. Okay. And streetlight maintenance at the top of their list when there's Gaza to worry about, when there's pronouns to worry about, when there's equity, diversity, and inclusion to wor worry about. You and you people in your streetlights and your unplowed streets, you're, you're a minor inconvenience to us. We have much, mm -hmm. much more uh, meaningful things to apply our energy to. So I'm, I'm glad you asked the question. Okay. It led me to deep thinking. Excellent. I like to do that every once in a and while. That's a new I'm done one. for 2024. Uh, that's that a new it. one for GL. The closer <laughs> you get to the country's tallest buildings, any long-standing celebration in that city that reflects uh, convention and tradition 
will gradually, if not already, have fallen completely out of favor hmm. with the uh, people who currently run that city. Could well, I add one thing to that, too? Yes. Uh, yeah, I grew up in a place that's not close to tall buildings, right? Right. And I have my 50th high school uh, reunion coming up yes. a year and a half from now, and they scheduled this past week that we're going to have it over the July 3rd, 4th, and 5th weekend in 2025 because Mandan, North Dakota is festive on July 4th. You cannot believe how yeah. festive it is. Oh, so a year that. and a half in advance, That's we're planning cool. that because of July 4th. And you or Mandan is mm -hmm. one hell of a long way from the country's tallest buildings. Way far away. And, there you have, and, there's, yeah. and there's what you yep. get when you're mm -hmm. away from the country's tallest buildings. Mm-hmm. Let some of these purple-haired people go to Mandan and try to run their <laughs> BS at the city council. They'd be shouted down. Purple-haired mountain dew drinkers. drinkers. What yeah. else are you far away from? Like running water in Mandan? <laughs> hey, Plumbing. Man, that's a lovely city. Leave Toil it alone. Toilet paper. <laughs> oh, you bastard. Run down to the pump and get some water, Dan. <laughs> well, now I'm kind of sorry I brought the whole thing up. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not making a sophomoric light of Mandan the way I these other idiots that. are. I I, uh, <laughs> I I happen to like that. It, I, now, when it gets festive in Mandan over the 4th, I bet it includes a rodeo of some sort. Uh, there is a oh, July 4th uh -huh. rodeo, and yep. the parade is three hours long. It takes oh, three boy. hours to get down Main, Main Street. We got car shows during that time. We get every, they close down Main Street. They put cars on the main. Oh, it's wonderful. I've been, the to, most, the, I've been to the 4th of July parade in Crosby, Ironton. It's just, it's endless. It's all the city plows yep. and trucks and fire trucks and cop cars and America. people in Model Ts. And it's just... Uh, uh, and Amy Klobuchar, the year I happened to be there, was smart enough to show up. She's no dummy, you know, giving the big wave to the people. I was at a rodeo on July 4th in Steamboat, Colorado. And you well, had, that's where to be. You had every kind of walk of life there from the far right to the far left and purple-haired Mountain Dew drinkers. And everybody got along and dug the rodeo, yeah. and they dug the 4th of July. And I'm pretty sure everybody there was higher than hell. Could <laughs> be. You know, you we're talking about parades. Uh, one item in the parade, in the Grand Day Parade, it was a flooring or furniture store truck. I won't name them, but um, we weren't really sure if they were part of the parade or not. Or if they lost. just got lost. <laughs> trying to get to a job. The truck looked like it had been through a mud puddle. You know, they didn't even, they didn't even clean the truck. It looked road hard and put away wet. The, the winter oh. carnival. And exploring. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Where are we? <laughs> the winter carnival and particularly the parades are a microscopic look at what's happened to this country. It's absolutely fascinating. If you go back into the 40s, 50s, even go back to the 20s and 30s, hell, the parades, the right. carnival started in about 1888 or 1889. But go back to just the 50s. Every major business in St. Paul was represented in the parade with uh, with extravagant floats and costume people. And then the railroad, the railroads had marching units and the bands were plentiful. The parade used to start at Summit and Dale. Okay. Summit and Dale. Work its way past the cathedral, down the hill, through the auditorium, wow. and back outside. All of that's gone because basically downtown is gone. 
It wasn't one band. When was the last year we did a castle? Oh boy, it's been a while. Hey, this would have been would a that good, a mark. This would have been a good year not to well, do one. Of course, but would that have been the the last year before the decline of interest? No, the the interest was declining, and we still had a few palaces show up over the past few years. But I, I predict those days are done because it's it's expensive and. There's no interest. Sure. That was on that empty lot right by Excel. It's now occupied by what? Um, a building ramp. or a parking ramp or something? It's a hotel and uh, what is it? The um, the new restaurant is there. The, la- the last it's great cal- uh, palace was probably at Lake Phelan. I think so. That was 80. Oh, that was a good one. Well, and there was another good palace in 91. Downtown. On yeah. Herod Island. Okay. Oh, the oh there, was a, there was a whopper Phelan. there, Joe, um, Mid to late nineties, right in downtown uh, St. Paul. But look at the timeline. You're getting to be thirty years ago, thirty-five years ago. Wow! Jeez. You didn't have to say that. Did anybody watch <laughs> any of the Barrett Jackson auction over the weekend? I didn't uh, a couple of minutes. Yeah, I did too. I did not see this go across the block. I knew it would. Uh, Trump owned. I don't know how long, but Trump was the owner of a 1997 Lamborghini Diablo VT two owners ago. So two owners have owned it since Trump sold it. Uh, The average auction value of a 1997 Lamborghini Diablo is 174 grand. Okay. Some sap bought this. And obviously because he owned it of Trump's connection to it. Right. 1.1 million. Wow. What else is he going to have to sell? He's going to have to start selling a lot of stuff. (laughs) Uh, I I personally would not have wanted that car, particularly for $1.1 It's cool, though. It was kind of a weird baby blue, kind of a robin's egg. No? Is robin's egg blue light blue? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's kind of a light Mm -hmm. blue. It It was a handsome car. I saw a picture of him standing with it in a gas station. I thought that was that might have been part of eating the, a roller uh, dog meeting. That was probably part <laughs> of the uh, auction paperwork that went with it. I want to tell you that uh, Precision Garage Door in the Twin Cities in Western Wisconsin is the number you need in your contacts. I still think we're going to get hit with winter. I still think it's we're not out of the woods. I don't think we're out of the woods. Although it's a lovely day today, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Your garage door might be working perfectly today, but the day will come when it won't. And you need to call my garage door guy, and you get the whole family when you call the guy. Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. Don't charge more for weekend visits. Take care of everything, springs, rollers, openers. Fix up your car, you know, that home link deal. I can't figure it out. They can figure it out. And if you need a new door, they do doors. Beautiful garage doors of any design you're interested in. Uh, head to this GLR-owned business at PrecisionDoorMN.com. That's PrecisionDoorMN.com, or call them. Get this number in your contacts, Precision Door, 612-263-6985. Okay, I'm done with ads. You know what I think I'll do, Rook? Instead of emailing you a bunch of this stuff, I'll e- or I'll put all that stuff, the open, the bumps, the promo, I'll put it on a flash drive for you. Okay. That way all you have to do is pop it into that modem and you can have it all on one file. Okay. Right here. Why not just have it on a page? 
It's right there on a page. And if you can come up with better music than Reavers, then Reavers is done with that gig, and you're in that chair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, are you going to do Monday Night Sports Talk next Monday? Uh, That could be a problem. Why don't we cancel it? I don't know. I'll have to find out from work. Let me find out from the airport. Easy. (laughs) Well, we could do it Friday at the golf show. No, we can't. You well, I mean, think? I would rather cancel it than have. I mean, how are we going to do it if we don't have a guy? We'll figure it out. All right, we'll do it. <clears> we'll figure it out. Show? A week from Friday, Ken. The second, the ninth, ninth. A week, a week from this Friday. You recall that was one of the golf shows when I I got new shoes. Yep, and you fell on your ass. I, I fell on the street, shoes. and a really good looking woman looked at me, and I I didn't know what to say to her, so I said, "I I got new shoes." <laughs> you know, that seemed to. So. Settle her down. A bit. Did she give you a couple of bucks, some spare change? How do you check oh. off Fratellonis? Uh, become a catchphrase at my house, Joe. Just so you know, so huh? that's oh, become a catchphrase at my house. Down. I, I got, got new shoes. shoes. You got anything that goes wrong, you can say, "I got yeah, new I got shoes." New shoes. Today, just write down the time, <laughs> okay, and then give it to me, and I can manually insert it. Twenty minutes, okay. For hey, now yeah. I need you. Yeah. You're going to Ilhan. Yep, she's ready. I'm setting it up. Copy. What do you have for that? I have, um, I yeah, I do. I have, I would have you do Welter you and Masonic. <clears throat> you want me to do one right here? That's what I would do. Okay. So you've got two and Kenny's only got one. Got it. And I can do. Do you want me to do it coming back or? Just do it as we bump back. Okay. All right. So that's Ilhan. I need this. Joe, I'm wearing my snack pouch shirt today. <laughs> you want some snacks? I could put my cough drops in there. All right. I got a bump from Dylan. Ready? Well, we're waiting. Well, all right. That's going off the PC. Somebody got something here? Uh, I will come in back. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Well, here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Souchere. Speaking of the nuts and bolts of life, I want to direct your attention to Welter Heating and Air Conditioning. They have a very, very good website, very user-friendly it's at welterheating.com. And when you visit that website, you can get the phone number. You can make an appointment online. But you also just found you find a whole bunch of information. And that's what their purpose is. After 120 years of helping people in the Twin Cities area, after four generations, heating, cooling, air purification system, they know what they're doing. Their certified techs will come out. If you've got something making weird noises or maybe just doesn't turn on or you want to turn it off, an air conditioner. Think of them this year when you want to get it started. I know you're not going to do it right now, but when you're ready, Welter will be there for you. Online at welterheating.com. Schedule an appointment online at welterheating.com or call. Somebody's going to answer the phone during business hours, a human, 612-825-6867. Their blog has a bunch of information for you for free. Welterheating.com. Remember, Heat up or cool down your shelter with Ray N. Welter. John Height, while I'm reading this, will you do us a favor? Sure. 
Find out where Ilhan Omar spoke in Minneapolis just this past Friday and what the event was. Okay. All right. This is from the uh, Washington Times. I've been alerted to this by dozens of GLers. Representative Ilhan Omar is facing criticism after a video circulated on social media showing her speaking about her support for Somalia, with the lawmaker saying later that her comments were misinterpreted. Ah. Well, I don't speak Somali, so the Minnesota Democrat was speaking at an event in Minneapolis Friday in which she talked about a deal made by Ethiopia and Somalia that would allow landlocked Ethiopia to gain access to the sea on the Somaliland coastline. So far, I'm not alarmed. Some translations of parts of the video said she was telling Somali Americans that her number one job is to look out for Somalia and that one day the country will go after other territories to unify all Somali-speaking people. There have been... There have long been disputes between the two countries regarding certain territories. Ms. Omar, in response to the criticism, said the viral translation of her speech was not only slanted, but completely off. But I wouldn't expect more from these propagandists. I think she's referring to people on social media who presume to be interpreting her remarks. Yes. All right. I pray for them and their sanity, she wrote on X. The video of Ms. Omar received backlash from politicians, including Somaliland Ambassador Rhoda Elmi, who said the speech was regrettably unbecoming and lacking in common decency. We hope the House leadership and her caucus will take note of her public conduct, unbecoming a United States congressman or nor representative of the august house she serves in, Ms. Elmi wrote on X. Bleep X. <laughs> Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene called Ms. Omar a terrorist sympathizer. Oh. She flaunts using her position as congresswoman to protect Somalia's border while our border is invaded by illegals who are a danger to America, the Georgian Republican wrote on, you guessed it, X. X. <laughs> These people hate America, and they're so emboldened by the Democrats' disdain for our country. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. Uh, Ilhan Omar, a member of the Congress's so-called far-left squad, has been called out for her stances on issues before, including most recently the war between Israel and Hamas. Did you find anything out, John? All I'm finding is she spoke to a crowd at a hotel in Minneapolis. Every story uh, has it that way. God, reporting is terrible, isn't it? It Yeah. It isn't what it used to be. I'm just glad that this particular publication went to go find the level-headed Marjorie Taylor Greene for a quote on this story. Would you please play her remarks, Rook? Really? What? What? You don't say. 
Somali walks into the bar. And I have a translation here where they have closed captioning. Yeah. Um on a video here i could read it to you yeah but who do you think's doing the translating well that's the problem it's uh i don't trust uh, you know i don't trust anybody basically i don't trust anybody including her uh, most of all her yeah most of all her <laughs> does she mention anything about the fifth congressional district how the hell would i know i don't speak somaliland <laughs> just curious what can he find uh oh you want me to read it well just to give me a bit of it we as Somalians, uh, hold on. we love each other. There are areas of friction that led us to kill each other, but in reality, we are an organized society, brothers and sisters. So far, so good. People of the same blood. Sure. People who know they are Somalians first, Muslims second, who protect one another, come to each other's aid and to the aid of other Muslims too. A couple of days ago, we heard some people who call themselves Somalis waiting, or claim to be Somalis, have signed a MOU with Ethiopia to have access. Um, I don't even know what it is. Now it's going too fast. Uh, sorry, my grasp of Somali language is atrocious. Um, what a shame. Again, an uncomfortable laughter. Oh, many Somalians have personally called me to encourage me to speak to U.S. government to thwart the MOU and help Somalia. They wa wanted to know what... You're going too fast. My answer to Somalians was that the U.S. government will only do what Somalia and the U.S. tells them to do. Oh, that's uh, They will only do what we want and nothing else. They must follow our orders, and that is how we will safeguard the interest of Somalia. Ooh. That's rather... Would you repeat that? Uh, we as Somalians must have that confidence in ourselves that we call for the shots in the U.S., I'm wondering if it's big shots in the U.S. We live in the U.S., pay taxes in the U.S., have a real voice. You know what? This isn't working. This, no. this is bad radio. No. We no. need a written tran. No, uh, we need a written transcript, not video up on a screen that I stumble through. Well, it sounds like she's throwing a lot of red meat to her constituents. Yeah. By speaking to them in her native tongue, I, I think they might have appreciated that. But she's the 5th Congressional District Representative in Minnesota, where there's quite a few problems that need addressing. I'm unaware of her ever addressing any problem in the 5th District. No, in fact, who who was it? You were reading a publication the last time she was uh, running, and that's basically the only time she's in the 5th Congressional District is when she's looking for votes. She, she comes back once in a while and has a town hall meeting. Oh, or, sure. Yeah, yeah. Just to be seen. But I don't know what she was saying. I'm not going to be presumptuous. I Obviously, I don't know what she's saying. That was she was speaking. She might as well have been from Pluto. I don't know what the hell that language. Uh, I can't interpret it. 
and someone was attempting to. I don't. I don't think that whatever Kenny was reading was false. Uh, and I don't know what she means by "we'll get the government to do what we want them to do," uh, meaning our government. Maybe she's uh, maybe she's just a terribly confident. Well, and, and remember, woman. a while back, she was speaking at a Somalian function in Minneapolis, where she was booed off the stage. I, I I'm not remembering that. Oh, Do we not? know why she was booed off the well, stage? Well, because the Somalian population, to a large degree, they don't approve of her. She well, was voted into office by the people, all the, the guilty white people that are celebrating the burning sled of the third district down a hill. Yeah, but they're their third district. This is okay. fifth. I know what you mean. Right. But I know what you mean. But uh this crowd certainly seemed to appreciate her. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, we can't unfortunately she is not thought to be worthy of uh how do I say this? The Minneapolis Tribune is not careful enough to cover her more thoroughly. That's how I would say it. Sure. She should be covered thoroughly uh regarding her congressional work, uh what she's up to. Does she really have the fifth district at heart? Uh, we don't get that from the Minneapolis paper. I don't think you get it. Well, you might get some of that from Alpha News, but uh, I don't detect that we're getting anything from the Minneapolis paper that would suggest that institutionally they believe they have an obligation to uh, really keep us informed on this woman. Uh, and I wish they would, but they don't. Yes. I did find a transcript that is a lot easier to read. I can read a paragraph of it here for you. A lot of people call me asking, Ilhan, you should talk to the U.S. government. What will the U.S. government do? My answer was that the U.S. government will do what we tell it to do. We should have that confidence as Somalis. We live in this country. We pay its taxes. It is the country where our own daughter is a congressman. As long as I am in the Congress, others will not take Somalia's territorial waters. The U.S. government will not support others to take what's ours. So don't worry about that, dear Minnesota. You got your lady in the Congress. She is well aware and feel what you're feeling. As for President Hassan Sheikh, I'm saying we are very happy because of you, because of the great work you did. You have showed Somalis and others that no matter how much problems we have as Somalis, we are capable people. We are people who know their country, people that never in their history, inaudible, people that their country can never be put in danger. So want to congratulate the people of Minnesota and Somalis everywhere for sticking together, like my uncle said, and also how all of you stood by our president because he needs all of you to stand by him. And, and all of this apparently referring to a, a deal that's being brokered to allow Ethiopia to have more access to Somali coastland, which I know nothing about. And if Somali wants to allow Ethiopia more access to the sea, uh, what do I care? Sure. Right. That's the least of my problems. It's the least of Minneapolis's problems. Most of my problems are Minnesota problems. Well, not most. Pretty much all. But pretty many problems. Uh, but I, I, for all I know, she was saying uh, 
things that were uh, rightfully cheered by the audience. I have no idea. But this just goes along with what you've been saying about they, they'd rather be important than useful. But but it, if, if that were something to be cheered, why not tell it to us in English? By telling it to us in Somali... Where you you open the door for people to hazard a guess at what the hell you're driving at. She so, was uh, speaking to a Somali crowd, so yeah. perhaps that's why she decided to use the Somali. Well, language. it's time they learn to speak English. <laughs> let's go here. You like America? You can get. Let's uh, let's assimilate here. You know. Well, I, I'm detecting. Uh, I'm detecting. I guess I'm detecting nothing, except that she was. Uh, uh, speaking to her like-minded souls and filling them in on uh, what she was doing. Uh, that's all I can surmise. All right. Say, why don't we take a time out and uh, have John Height join us? Uh, but we can. But how about first I tell you about the best in the business? That's Hofferman Water and Connecticut. Hoffermanwater.com is their website here. Let me pull it up on my phone. Uh, yeah, get on that schedule today for that free water analysis. If you have them come out, here's what's really cool. They have a series of tests that they're going to do on your water, whether it's, you know, through the tap, whatever. It doesn't matter if you're in the mood for a, a water softener, an iron rust or odor filtration system, or a brand new drinking water system. Get it all installed. I did. It's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water. And I know that it's going to do the same for you. I've been a customer for years of Hofferman and Connecticut, and I'm so happy that I decided to make the switch. Uh, get on their website. I'm on it right now. Hoffermanwater.com. If you go to that website, you can make an appointment. You can also see every single system that they have available for you. And they can service you, I believe, seven days a week, too. So give them a call today. Schedule that free water analysis. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please do us a favor and let them know that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. John, don't forget North American Banking Company. Thanks, Chris. I gotta have a lozenge. Would you like one? Lozenge. Cool berry flavor, John. Berry? Mm. I don't know a berry. I don't know berry, yeah. What's left for ads, Rook, if Joe's done? You might only need to have Johnny do one. <laughs> Uh, we got Seafoam. <laughs> you just did Hofferman. I've got Masonic and Zero Res. Oh, okay. Okay. So Let break me... in the middle in? Yeah, throw it to Rook. Throw it to the Rook star. Uh, will you just hand me Zero Res? I will. You want this whole thing? Uh, yeah, that's fine, because i got to get Masonic, too. These Thank are you. my ads. Ads. Underlined. I just noticed, Rook, I wrote Rookster down, and if you change a couple letters, it would say Rockstar. Thank you! <laughs> Welcome to Cleveland. Hello. <laughs> right. I'm ready, if you are for ready. Rolling. 
The Earth is not your mother. The Ooh. Joe Suchere Show. We going right to John? No. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually have something about the rusted nuts and bolts of life. And uh, I've been using seafoam deep creep in a manner that, <clears throat> well, I didn't think it would meet approval from some of the uppity proper do-gooders that live amongst us. So I've never really mentioned it. Um, but today, just for the heck of it, I th- thought I'd see if the website seafoamworks.com says anything about it. I couldn't believe it when I saw the headline, all caps, deep creep plus heat for the most stubborn bolts. And it goes on to explain exactly what I do. Here's the seed and it's well rusted, this nut, this bolt, whatever. Something's going to snap if you start cranking on it. I usually, I douse it really good with deep creep, let it soak in. Then I get out the propane torch, not the acetylene torch. That's too hot the propane torch, and I just start heating it up, get it smoking really good. And what I love about Deep Creep is that it's less flammable than other brands. So uh, frame uh, flame-ups, not really a big issue, but you still have to have a care. Don't be stupid here. Uh, anyway, douse it with Deep Creep, heat it up, do that two or three times, then slowly, slowly try to work it loose and back and forth, lefty-loosey, righty-tighty, back and forth in a gentle, forceful manner, and then heat it up, douse it, do it again. And eventually, it's like I'm saying 95% of the time it comes loose. That's the magic of seafoam. And if you don't believe me, you know what? You don't have to believe me. Go to the website, seafoamworks.com. Read up on the topic. Then get out the shop and get to work. Get it done, okay? Seafoam Deep Creep, just another true miracle worker from our friends at Seafoam. Here's John Height and his newsroom. Thank you, Joe. This news is brought to you by North American Banking Company, the city of St. Paul, asking state lawmakers for $2 million as part of the planning process for upgrades to Excel Energy Center. An early estimate at the end of last year put the cost of actually physically doing the improvements at around $300 million. St. Paul Deputy Mayor Jamie Tincher told KSTP, our friends at Five Eyewitness News yesterday, that the city has asked state lawmakers for $2 million just to create plans and pre-design ideas so the city could present a full-scale proposal to the 2025 legislature. Tincher said the Excel Energy Center is not only important to the city, but the region and state as well. When asked if the $300 million cost was accurate, Tincher replied, quote, I think it could be at least that. Tincher said if the $2 million is approved for planning by lawmakers, the timeline for all of the renovations and upgrades would be presented during the 2025 legislative session. Yes, sir. Wait a minute. Yes, sir. It didn't cost that to build it. What what could you do? What 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 a what does it need? I guess that's why you need two million to have some important out of town or tell you what it needs. Yeah, planning, planning. And, and B, it's still state of the art. What the hell could you do to it? Right. It's one of the it's the best hockey arena in the league. Uh I, I know I saw a video of Detroit's new arena. That's pretty sweet. That's not new anymore. That's that's old. They just opened it last year, didn't they? I don't know that, Chris. <laughs> but I'm against whatever you just said. <laughs> but I get it. That's 300. Because what what did it cost to build? Why don't you you could tear, knock it down and build a new one for 300 million? What do they? What I'm gonna look that up. What the hell could you do? I don't understand this whole thing. There's something uh, rotten in Denmark here. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what. But I've always feared the team leaving here. 
I have feared that because there's no here here. Little Caesars um, opened September 5th, 2017. Oh, wow. Okay, Joe's right. I yeah. thought it was newer. At a I'm cost right. of $862.9 well, I don't know what it costs to build the X. Are you looking that up? I will. Look it up, dude. Go ahead, John. So if that was 869, Joe, in 2017, it'd probably be over a billion now, don't you think? Probably, but I don't know yeah. what the hell they can do to the X. Oh. It's a wonderful arena. Maybe we could have that Southwest light rail line head up to the X. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, XL, I'm sorry, John. XL yeah. Energy Center was? 170. I'm seeing the concern. Yeah, 170 million. 170 million. You want 300 million today to do what to it? None of this makes sense. Really, to does me. not make sense. None of this makes sense. Open September 29th, 2000. That's right. Minnesota Congressman and GOP Majority Whip Tom Ammer said his home was swatted Saturday night, although no one was at home when law enforcement got there. Uh, swatting, that's a prank call involving criminal harassment by calling 911 and telling emergency services about a fake emergency at the address that prompts a large response from police. Representative Emmer said in a post on X, formerly known as Twitter, he is thankful no one was injured and that he condemns the illegal use of police resources. He also thanked the Wright County Sheriff's Office for their professionalism and support. His testicles have been removed, uh, Emmer's, but he doesn't deserve. He does not deserve to be swatted. From the Star Tribune, Minnesota. That invitation still welcome to join <laughs> yeah. the show. Too. Bring your nuts, these nuts. <laughs> Uh, Minnesota's Second Harvest Heartland, one of the largest food banks in the country, is launching what they're calling a moonshot goal to cut the state's growing hunger problem in half by 2030. The Twin Cities nonprofit's new Make Hunger History Plan, announced Monday today, includes pushing for more anti-poverty programs at the state capitol, as well as boosting outreach to connect low-income residents to more social services. Second Harvest CEO Allison O'Toole said, we knew and know we need to be bolder. We'll have to do something different. The Brooklyn Park nonprofit's new plan comes at a time when hunger is growing in Minnesota. Food Shelves documenting a record 7.5 million visits in 2023. Second Harvest's new plan, which will cost the organization about $150 million over the next six years, aims to reduce those food shelf visits in half, returning the state closer to 2019 levels. How about this? I just used the website, uh, dollartimes.com. What is 170 million in 2000 today? Yeah. $299 million. Yeah. So you could build basically a that's basically, yeah, the equivalent basically. Minneapolis Fire Department says oh. no one was injured by a house fire last night, but one person was chemically maced by another resident while well, firefighters contained the blaze. Fire crews responded just after 1020 last night to a one-story house in the 3400 block of Knox Avenue North in Minneapolis. When firefighters got there, they saw smoke and fire from the front door of the home. Flames were found to be coming from the basement and closet on the first floor. MFD described it as mostly room and content fire with minimal extension to the structure of the home. But the news release said there was a disagreement outside the home where one person was maced by someone who lived in the home. That victim was medically evaluated, did not go to the hospital. Red Cross was called to assist two adult residents of the home. The cause of the fire is still being investigated. You uh, may have missed this this past weekend in the Twin Cities at the Union Depot in St. Paul on Saturday. A lot of people, 500 teams, came from all around for what organizers say is the largest jigsaw competition in the country. 
I did see this on the news. It's all I miss this. Jigsaw? Yeah. There are a whole bunch of people doing jigsaw puzzles. That's what, a hell of a deal. Is it a speed competition? It's, uh, yes, speed and accuracy. I mean, putting it together correctly. The contest part of the St. Paul Winter Carnival, more than 500 teams, as I said, showed up. When the doors opened before each round, teams ran and screamed as they tried to get the best table with the best lighting in hopes of finishing with the best and fastest times. The wow. puzzles for you the guys want to join my fantasy jigsaw. <laughs> Let's go, team. Hey, you were slowing down on that last corner. Let's go here. You got the jersey on. Yeah, yeah. yes, right. <laughs> the puzzles for the competition. You're jumping jacks prior to to get ready are provided by Minnesota-based company Puzzle Twist. Organizers say the designs for the 500 and 1,000 piece competitions were created uh, were created exclusively for the contest. For many, they've been jigsawing in the contest for years. <laughs> Putting puzzle pieces together has been a decades-long pastime for a team of two cousins. Saturday marked their first competition. They came prepared. Amy Hansen and Maria Anderson said they've been practicing for two months. Hansen said, we wanted to be prepared. We lotioned oh. up our hands so that nothing slips from our hands. Now, Rook, Come you're on. the flipper over guy. If they're upside down, it's uh, your job to make yep. them all. You're the border guy, and then you're the corner guy, Joe. Now, what about spectating? They have beer vendors walking up and down the steps <laughs> they and bleachers. hot dogs. They got and bleachers. You wieners. Do you wait uh, till halftime, too, or a quarter I don't break? know how it works, Chris. Any, anybody here uh, like puzzles? I'm not a puzzle I guy. I do like puzzles. I, I hate puzzles. I, I, don't, I don't do get it. it. I don't have the patience. Don't puzzles understand. would be a cute name for a cat. The, the one puzzle I do <laughs> every day, is, I do one every day in the paper. I love doing it, and that's... Uh, Find six differences between these two cartoon panels. Okay. Well, I love that. I do. You know, is that a puzzle? Crossword. Crossword. Well, big, that's, big deal. that's a but brain teaser, that's, isn't it? That's sharp that's, for your mental problem. That's good. Yeah. That's ain't working. Like that. Jigsaw puzzles. I, yes. I do not get. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, on that note, uh, why don't we uh, take a minute here and, and hear from our very own Puzzles the Cat and see what he's got to tell us. Thank you, John. I really appreciate that. Hey, maybe you do have a cat, and you know what they do sometimes? They got a cat show at the carnival. Yeah, let's yeah. not talk about that. Used to be you chased broads and got hammered. That's not the way it works anymore. It's not, it doesn't work that way. Times have changed. Yeah. <laughs> However, the cat is still going to maybe have a little accident on your carpet. That's when you call zero res. If you have pets, uh, you're going to have pet dander all over. So every six months, get your carpets clean, but zero res. And right now, you can use the Zero Res January Special. Tell them that the rookie sent you, and you get, oh, this is a really good deal, three rooms, zero resified, starting at just $119, and the dirt and dander in your air ducts this month. You're taking 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts Zero Res clean. You need to ask for the special by name. Just ask for the Rook Special, and you'll get that great deal. Call Zero Res at 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. -E -E the process is very easy. They come to your house. They're professional. They do a great, quick job, and then they're out. How do I know? Well, the 17,000 reviews prove that, and the 4.9 rating on Google proves that. Zero Res, gotta love it, guarantee. Makes it so easy to get what you pay for. They stand behind every cleaning, and you can get a great deal. The Rook Special, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, -E -E or go online to zeroresminnesota.com.
Do it now. Forty eight. Is Leopold Leopold using this as an excuse to get out of here? I wonder. I mean, he's got a long lease, doesn't he? Well, I'm sure. It was thirty. Or did the lease renew when he bought the team? Uh, I don't know. But it, three hundred million—that doesn't make sense. To do what? I don't know. You already have suites. You have suites. You, you already have wonderful seating. Someone uh, had said they're trying to do. Remember that the old deck at in Duluth? No. How you could sit below where the seats were? What? Makes no sense. Okay, instead of having seats all the way up to the glass, they would be raised. Someone had mentioned this. I don't know if this is part of the uh, construction. So that we could sell more suites below the first rung. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm just glad I don't have to foot the bill for that because I don't live in St. Paul. Ooh. (laughs) But that is ridiculous. Well, Target Field's going to be right behind them in, what, 10 years? Yeah, and they all come back, don't they? That dump's 15 years old. <laughs> uh, Fenway's the one they got to get rid of. You got to bulldoze that thing. But get rid of that rat-infested dump. What up a new park right How about there? about a Super Bowl in Vegas? I, I think it'll be too hedonistic. I saw the cheapest ticket was $8,200. Really? <laughs> to go to a football That's not game. worth it. No. Well, I'm waiting. I'm ready. Well, let's go. Who's got something? Probably nobody. Let's go. Um, let me verify that before we start. Precision is done. Seafoam is done. Seafoam. Hofferman. Uh, Hofferman, what's HWI? That's the promo. I'll, oh, okay. I, I can just move it to tomorrow because it, it only has to run. I have Masonic, but I can't do it here. Because so, that'd be like back to back ads yeah. with the same voice. So just take it cold after there we go. Thing. What does that sound like tragically here? It's the end of the world as we know it. That he feels fine. Yes. Joe Souchere. I probably offended him by saying it sounds like tragically <laughs> he probably offended John. Doesn't John hate those guys? Yeah. I don't hate Jesus. Yeah, you God. do. This, you this, do. This, it's the same way you read newspaper stories, Reavers. Right there. You just sub- a lot of hate. Say before heart, you re- resume, John, I got a note from my <laughs> schoonover. This is incredible. Uh you have activists now that are very worried about brake dust uh, as a result of disc brakes. Huh. And uh, we might have to go back to drum brakes. I'm telling you, we're headed right back to the horse. Why, why are they? Well, drum brakes don't create as much dust as disc brakes. And uh, in fact, in Europe, they call for reducing brake dust emissions by 27% in 2035. I, 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 uh, I, 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 as, as Schoonover notes, based on this article, one would think there are piles of brake dust on the road. 
There uh, aren't piles of brake is dust. Is it harmful the to road. the environment, the brake dust? Well, it, it would, uh, you know, what do they say is here? Is the squirrel going to choke on it? All the activists say it leads to inflammation and impair the body's ability to fight off activity, uh, bacteria. Oh, wow. Uh, so okay. the brake dust is something I've never uh, thought about worrying before. But I sure as hell, this is from Vehicle Service Pros. I sure don't want to go back to binders because they're not as good as disc brakes. No. You need a binder? <laughs> I need a binder. <laughs> In uh, national and international news, President Biden said Sunday the U.S. and his words shall respond after three American troops were killed, dozens more injured in an overnight drone strike in northeast Jordan near the Syrian border. Info this morning says the U.S. failed to stop that attack because the enemy drone approached the target at the same time a U.S. drone was coming back to base. The return of the U.S. drone led to some confusion over whether the incoming drone was friend or foe, according to officials. The enemy drone was launched from Iraq by a militia backed by Tehran, U.S. officials said. The outpost, Tower 22, sits in Jordan, hard on the borders of Iraq and Syria. The U.S. has yet to find evidence thus far that Iran directed the attack, according to U.S. defense official today. The attack signaled an escalation in hostilities that have been growing since the October 7th Hamas assault on Israel and the ensuing war in Gaza. The U.S. is weighing strikes against militias in Iraq and Syria, as well as within Iran, the official said. An attack on Iranian soil seemed a less likely option, according to that U.S. official. A key Republican senator who helped draft the bill defended that emerging deal on border security as a step toward potentially halting illegal immigration, defying pressure by former President Trump to abandon the plan. Senator James Lankford was the bill's top Republican negotiator. He told Face the Nation, I'm looking forward to President Trump getting the opportunity to be able to read it like everybody else. The bill, he said, focuses on getting us to zero illegal crossings a day. The bill would tighten asylum access, increase U.S. Border Patrol agents and asylum officers, detain and deport more immigrants, and restrict migrant releases into the U.S., according to Langford. With no agreed version of the plan published, House Republicans are already slamming news reports that suggest it wouldn't meet the full range of their demands. Deadlock is holding up President Biden's request for billions in emergency aid to U.S. allies like Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. Langford didn't provide specifics when the bill would be ready, although fellow Senate negotiators said last week it was close to being done. Republican Senator Tom Tillis, a Republican from North Carolina, said his fellow party members would make a serious mistake by walking away from the deal and the belief that it will somehow help Trump beat Biden in the November election. Accusations in a dossier provided to the United States government say a dozen employees of the United Nations Relief and Works Agency played a role in the Hamas attacks against Israel October 7th. Wow. One is accused of kidnapping a woman. Another is said to have handed out ammunition. A third party was described as taking part in one of the massacres. And all were said to be employees of the UN aid agency that schools, shelters, and feeds hundreds of thousands of Palestinians in the Gaza Strip. The UN says it has fired several employees after being briefed on the allegations, but little was known about the accusations until the dossier was reviewed on Sunday by the New York Times. The accusations are what prompted eight countries, including the U.S., to suspend some aid payments to the group, even as war plunges Palestinian, uh, Palestinians in Gaza into more desperate straits. More than 26,000 people have been killed there, 2 million displaced. 
The UNRWA workers have been accused of helping Hamas stage the attack that set off the war in Gaza and aiding it in the days after. Some 1,200 people in Israel killed that day. Israeli officials say, and about 240 abducted and taken to Gaza. I so loathe that organization. I don't want them in this country. Uh, we have to pay for it, along with other countries. Somebody's going to have to tell me if they've ever accomplished anything. Their main goal in life is to diminish the United States, as far as I'm concerned. And I want them out of New York, get, put that prime real estate back in the hands of a developer who knows what to do with it, like Donald John Trump. Put up some condos there or something. Get these POSs out of here. Um, Fired? Is that's not enough? And how about go to jail? Yeah, how about be arrested? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. God, it's somebody tell me what they've accomplished. Nothing. Uh, Nothing. Not a damn thing. Orders of significant quantities of drugs like fentanyl by the White House Medical Unit under the Trump administration have led to questions as to why it procured the controlled substances and what they were intended for. The first nine months of 2019, the medical unit, which is responsible for tending to the medical needs of the White House staff, made four separate orders of fentanyl, two orders of morphine, two of ketamine. In total, it received 34 packs of fentanyl over that period, according to the records. This disclosure all came out in a scathing report Friday by the Inspector General of the Department of Defense. The probe concluded the White House Medical Unit's pharmacy ops had severe and systemic problems without oversight and dispensed prescription medications to ineligible White House staff. The Inspector General made a series of recommendations to approve administrative scrutiny of the unit, which the Pentagon agreed with. Newsweek reached out to Representative Ronnie Jackson, the president's physician between 2013 and 2018. Also, Sean Connolly, his successor, who served under Biden, was inaugurated in 2021 via email for comment on Monday. Uh, no reaction from either Jackson, who is now a congressman, or Connolly to that inquiry. You remember the cocaine in the cloakroom? Yeah. At sure. the White House? Did sure, anything sure. ever come of that? You'll have that to just uh, was allowed so, yeah. to just disappear? I think so, yeah. You'll yeah. have to ask Sean Connolly. Cocaine in the cloak closet. Yes. What administration? Sean Connolly. Who is in office? Who is in office? What Uh, administration? Biden. Well, we know whose cocaine it was. I don't know whose. Who's juniors? Well, it might have been juniors. Who knows? Don't know. So what are we insinuating? (laughs) What are we insinuating with this um, fentanyl thing and Trump? What, What are they really saying here? They're saying they were running a drugstore out of the White House. They had a pretty good pharmacy going. I don't know Seems who was like getting it. his stuff. Seems like that's the accusation, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Um, I have a question about, unless John's going to bring it up, the old 83 mil that he's got to pay out. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Does that come directly from the Don's checking account? Is that an insurance company that pays that? Well, A, she'll never see a nickel. That's what I was wondering. And B, uh, it does have to come from him. And see, they'll appeal till she's dead. There, there basically, though, from what I read, is no appeal because his lawyer would not, uh, she would never object in court. So basically, there's no basis for appeal. Well, I read they'll yeah. appeal. Uh, maybe the, she'll be told that, look, you think you're going to appeal, but you never raise any objections. So therefore, you're not appealing. Yeah, that's what I read over the weekend. Huh? Yeah. I'm so confused. Well, <laughs> Uh, she she won 83 mil and yeah, he's supposed I, to pay yeah, it, but he's, he's not going to pay it. They're going to tie it up. 
Yeah. You got more money than Trump does. I got okay. news for you. <laughs> All right. We could find out if, of course, they press the 83 mil, how much money he actually does have. So that'll be, it'll be interesting. I think he's just played a wonderful shell game his whole life. Follow the, follow the nut under the shell. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I, I he, this woman, whoever she is, sounds like a screwball herself. She's not going to see any money. You ever played that shell game with a tangerine and a solo cup? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> technique. Technique is key. The kids got we'll that squeeze in five it. Yeah. seconds. Yeah, they got this. Yeah. Did you see the trick where the gal's got <laughs> it and she squeezes the cup and then the lemon? Doesn't, yeah, yeah. I was trying yeah, to do Yeah, you were trying to do that the other yeah, day. Yeah, I blew it. Do you know, uh, <laughs> everybody knows um, Karl Marx, of course. Sure. Did you also know... Uh, he had an Olympic sister that was an athlete. I did not know that. Her name was Anya, and they still honor her today before wow. every race. Honest to God. Anya Mox? No, no, no. Why? Don't what? you have some sort of governor? Anya Mox? Is there a part of your brain that steps Anya in and goes, man, maybe I shouldn't do this one. No, just, and just in the, in the interest of one too many... <laughs> I told Mick the other day. Hey, I don't want to hear too, that. Too I late, Rook. Yeah. I um I could make a car out of spaghetti. You should have seen her face when I drove past her. Oh, my God. Those are I pretty mean, good. Yeah, how jokes. long have you been doing this job? Been here Anya's pretty good, though. Are you single-handedly no. trying to kill the show? Yeah. Basically. You know, the hell with fire and Rook, I quit. Anya Mox. Yeah. Anya Mox, the uh, honor every race. <laughs> Carl, sister, every race. Wow, yeah. That's just... Police, get set, go. Police in Colorado are seeking a man accused of stealing thirty thousand dollars worth of underwear from apartment laundry rooms. Kenny, officers I'm searching. Gave up underwear. Officers searching the thirty-nine-year-old man's home found more than five hundred panties, bras, and pieces of lingerie stolen over a three-year period, according to Lakewood Police. The stolen underwear belonged to more than thirty women between the ages of six and sixty-nine. Oh no, no, no! Let's widen that down. Let's cut that down. Right Investigators identified the accused thief after posting security photos online. After a lengthy investigation, a national warrant has been issued for the man's arrest on felony charges of burglary and theft. They're asking anyone with information to give them a call. Lakewood is about 10 miles southwest of Denver, huh. Colorado. Well, you know, there's a lot of stuff going could, on out there. I could donate some of mine if he wants. That's fine. we got to keep moving here. <laughs> Unique way to smuggle weed. Two passengers on a cruise from Miami to the UK were found to be carrying over 100 bags of marijuana, according to the Department of Homeland Security. Michael Cuisenberry and Savannah Rose Manami were set to travel on a Norwegian joy ship when law enforcement boarded the vessel on January 11th. The pair were found in a cabin where Cuisenberry had two suitcases, a carry-on bag, and a backpack, per the affidavit. It said Manami was allowed to leave the room at first as she said she'd only met her co-defendant at the ship's bar. Now, later, a drug-sniffing dog issued a positive signal for Cuisenberry's luggage where officers found 56 vacuum-sealed bags containing a leafy green substance. The substance was tested, confirmed to be marijuana. The court document says Cuisenberry claimed the drugs were for personal use and he had a medical marijuana card. After finding the apparent contraband, law enforcement then located Manami at the ship's bar and escorted her to her room where 
another 56 bags were found per the affidavit. What is wrong with them? I thought it was legal. Just let them have it. The hell with it. It adds that her luggage. By bags, John, how much in each bag? Uh, Well, I can tell you total, there was 158 pounds total of marijuana. So uh, it adds her luggage consisted of two state suitcases, a carry-on bag, and a backpack. Same as the fella. DHS special agent said, based on my training and experience, drug traffickers are increasingly turning to exportation of marijuana from the U.S. to England because marijuana goes for a much higher price in Great Britain. So was everybody searched or just these two? Uh, I don't know, Kenny. Just these two, it sounded like. Well, you said the dogs were alerted. Yeah. So somebody tipped them off. Sounds yeah, like probably it. the smell of reefer from John. The thank you. You're welcome. You know the record high on this day was 49 degrees. Is that right? Uh, it was 1939. Uh, right now it's 45. <laughs> I wonder if we'll make it tie the record. Mm. I don't see it breaking it, but it could be. Is a tie. winter over? No, no. It, are you sure? What if What if April and May are 20 below no, with see, 70 don't. inches of snow? You shut your mouth. There. Yeah, yeah, you're jinxing it. You're, uh-huh. really, you're jinxing uh-huh. it. Your Why don't we home? take a time mm-hmm. out and return shortly? Sounds good, because I am very happy to tell you about the Minnesota Masonic Charities Scholarship Program. Yes, it goes every year, but you got to get all of your um, applications in, and you can learn more by checking out their website, mnmasoniccharities.org. As one of the largest, largest private scholarship-granting organizations in the state of Minnesota, Minnesota Masonic Charities mm-hmm. proud to support the young people. Last year, they launched a brand new scholarship program, unlike anything other I've ever seen. It's called the Selfless Scholar. The way the scholarship program works, instead of inviting students to apply for a scholarship based on their achievements, the scholarship encourages young people to look beyond themselves, recognize the kindness and selflessness of their fellow students. You can learn more about this. And after receiving hundreds of wonderful stories, MMC, uh, they're closing in on 2024, so you need to get your uh, application in, and you need to go to mnmasoniccharities.org. The other cool thing about the scholarship, 15 $5,000 scholarships are split between the nominator and the nominee, thereby awarding both the person who took the time to write the story and the person who got the attention of a peer. You can learn more at mnmasoniccharities.org and let them know you heard it on the Garage Logic podcast. You got a hole in your jeans, bruh. Everybody's coming across as dead, beat, and tired. Let's shake it up here. Okay. Everybody falling asleep? No. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm getting sick. You are? I think so. I feel mm. really awful. Huh. Yeah, I started. No, I'm glad you're not in this room. I started to go downhill Friday, and I just started feeling better this morning. Yesterday, I don't think I left my house. <sighs> No, I went to get orange juice. Oh, you did? Yeah. You left your house? Yep, I did. That means you left your house. I have questions about the twisties. Is he here yet? Who? Pat. I don't think so. Or was it you that turned the light on? Me. That was Joe. Are you ready? No. Just a minute. There he is. Yo. What are you doing over there? 
Rookie, I'm out next week, so Rook's got a. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's a lot easier than I thought. <laughs> What's up? Nothing. Did the uh, were the granddaughters happy? Very. <laughs> We've got a Sunday when she came on the field after the game. Oh, they were smooching. And... <laughs> were there comments about her outfit? I can't remember, Chris. I I bet there were her hair. You know what? I bet there were. Put her lipstick. Yeah, she's always got the Cupid doll thing going. GL will end today at two twenty. Okay, no matter what, we can make that happen. No problem. Not GL. I mean, uh, sports talk. Two twenty. That means we'll be on a long time. What do you got to go somewhere? Well, hey, he's got to post the show. Yeah, I know. So it might. We're not going to kick off. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Ray. Yeah. <clears throat> Three dollars and eighty-seven cents for a pound of copper, Joe. Three eighty-seven. Yeah. Well, that's, that what the, it's that's not what the worth guys stealing said. this stuff. Well. If you don't have $3.87, maybe it is. But what's your overhead? You need tools. You hey, need Rick, to get to the question. recycling center. I booked our thing online. How easy is it to change a flight back through Sun Country? They might charge you a... How much? I don't know if it's 25 or 75 like to change your reservation. <clears throat> when is it? We're flying back Thursday. We're not getting back. You're flying back from? Cancun. Cancun. Uh, so it's the afternoon? 345 or something like that. They you lose pretty, an hour. No. They're usually pretty good about our international flights. It all depends what happens that day. The flight back though was wide open. There were no. I'm worried about them flying. What do you uh, mean? If we have good weather, that's great. But if it's oh. crummy weather, that's. But maybe we've dodged that bullet with the fifties. I don't care. Just get that crap can down there. Yeah. Right, Joe. What? Yep. Ready to roll? Yeah. Here we go. Not stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Jennifer Granholm is our energy secretary. Didn't know that, Joe. She, yeah, you did. You just don't remember. Uh, didn't pay attention. Uh, you don't. Yeah. Uh, she was on a trip this summer uh, on an e in an EV, and they had to send advanced oh, scouts yeah. out. Oh, right. now yep. I remember. And, uh, I remember now. I think in Asheville, North Carolina, yeah. to clear away the uh, charging stations because she was huffing and puffing her way there, and she needed to to uh, juice her up. And now she's got another piece telling ABC News that Americans are going to love EVs. And uh, she writes, the Ford F-150 is a great example of a big car that has gone electric. Well, first of all, it's not a car. It's a pickup truck. But people have to make their own decisions, Granholm said. I get it. Nobody's going to force anybody to make these decisions. I honestly think as the price of the electric vehicle comes down, 
uh, and it has dropped 23% year over year. And the price of operating the car and not having to go to the gas station uh, and being able to fill it up for much less and more conveniently, honestly, I think it's going to sell itself. She said people love their cars, and I think they'll love their EVs too. And there's a picture of her here uh, pretending she's charging her car. Uh, <laughs> she probably wouldn't know how to do it. Uh Okay, I can't see myself ever getting one. I I will not fall for it, and I don't and I don't understand the disconnect people have with the environmental degradation caused by what what it takes to produce the minerals for the batteries. I don't understand the disconnect. On the one hand, you've got people driving them to save the earth, and on the other hand, it's costing you a horrible price to save the earth. You're you're uh, you're you're really devastating the the land to to get these metals. Now, I got a note from a guy named John Whaley who's got a great point. He's a longtime reader or listener, and uh, he's a common sense guy who would never be mistaken for a progressive. My preference in cars over the years has been high end SUVs. When Tesla introduced their Model X, I was curious and made the mistake of test driving one. I was attracted to the technology, but driving the car was unlike anything else I have driven. I traded my Porsche Cayenne and got a Tesla X. That was five and a half years and 77,000 miles ago, and this is the best performing car I've ever driven. Hmm. All right. Well, it's a bench grinder. I mean, it's an electric motors. Well, we're getting there. What is unfortunate is all the politics that has grown up around EVs. Well, it's it it's but it was inevitable that politics would grow up around EVs because we're being told to drive them. Right. Should EVs be forced down our throats and internal combustion engine cars be eventually outlawed? Of course not. That's both silly and dangerous, and a classic example of overreach by the left. You recently spoke of the weather in Chicago and the difficulty Tesla car owners were having. I did drive my EV to Chicago several years ago when it was 25 below, and I recharged in Eau Claire, Madison, and North Chicago, all without problem or incident. Although the range did decline in cold weather, as you know, ice cares are also less, less efficient in cold weather. Well, I, I don't find it appealing that he had to stop in Eau Claire, Madison, and North Chicago hmm. to recharge, and I and, don't know how long the recharging yeah. took. And for how long? That's I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, he Two said or would, three beers. He said, I would love to have you and your crew <laughs> test drive an EV. I did, John. I, I drove one for an entire weekend. I drove a Volkswagen. And they're undeniably technologically gifted. They're undeniably fast. There's no transmission. There's nothing. You just hit the gas pedal and go. I am working on a promotion where we are going to do just that. Yeah. Um, I don't me, want one. Me and John Height and Chris Reavers are going to get in a car, and we're going to go to Seattle, from Seattle to San Diego, San Diego to Tallahassee, Tallahassee down to Key West, from Key West up to Maine, Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine, over to Burlington, Vermont, and then Burlington, Vermont, back into Minnesota. That's 9,064 uh, miles straight driving. There'll be three of us, 137 hours. Now, in the other vehicle, 
um, you and Matthew are going to get in an EV. Oh, that'll be fun. And do that same route <laughs> counterclockwise. It take me a year. Are you guys all bunking together? I'll see every museum in the country while I'm waiting for the damn thing to get charged up. The three of us won't even have to get a room because we're going to take a nice big conversion van, runs on gasoline, and we're just going to take turns driving, and it's going to be straight through. No hotels, just gas stops. John concludes, his note, John concludes his note saying, I normally look for a new car after owning a car this long, and I've decided I can't go back to an internal combustion engine car. Yes, you have to plan a trip differently, and range anxiety is a real thing, but these EVs are engineering marvels and are simply a better mousetrap. Okay. I, you know, to each his own. I, that's cool. Just to warn you, too, I do get awfully gassy on the road. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going on this trip. Uh, that's too long. I of think a trip. you and Rook would have a really good That's time. too long of a trip. Come on, Papa Joe. But I, I, don't, I don't buy the, uh, I'm, I'll turn out to, I'll be the crunchy conservative here. I'm not gonna. I don't like the mining aspect of this. You, you're bitching, moan that we might want to drill up in the boundary waters area. Well, wait till you start tearing it apart to get the minerals to make a car battery. But that part doesn't in, enter into their realm of con. Well, it's got to. You've got. You can't have it both ways. You can't want to save the earth and enjoy this technology uh, by the same token, ignoring what the devastating effects producing these things has and they're produced by fossil fuels who's kidding want, whom here i want fuel and air forced into eight to 12 cylinders and a roar and a stink and i want it done with twin turbos yes yes i have driven one if you want me to admit that they're quiet and fast i'll be glad to it is go He's changed his tune. No, I'm not. I've said that the day I drove the thing over the weekend. I thought it was, I drove it on a weekend in 2021, the Volkswagen ID4. Before you'd buy an EV, you'd ride the bus. Mm -hmm. If I did, <laughs> it wouldn't be an electric bus. By the way, before you wrap it up here, I see you're not doing a very good job of hiding that medallion anymore. I don't have anything to do with it. I don't understand the clues. Wait, we I, already found the damn thing? Yeah, they oh, got yeah. number seven. Maybe it's time to pass the baton to the somebody poor who paper, actually cares. You know, they live for this all year, sell a few extra papers, and these fruitcakes found it in seven clues. They were Here's prepared how you do to go it. by 30. Do you think someone tipped them off? Because back to your tradition comment, they're I, sick of that, too. Here's, here's what you do next year. It's really easy. I don't have anything to do with it. You get one clue. You give them one clue. Yeah. It's in St. Paul. Yeah. Go. Energy yeah. County. What's it worth? Your, What's the prize money? 10 grand. Is it? If you really? have a registered button by the registration date. Grand. And what if you don't? Five. Pretty uh, pretty optimistic, Kenny, that you know the paper will still be around in a year. Wow. Sorry, Joe. Sorry. Back in the Scorcher. day, back Kapow. in the day when yes. convention and history and tradition ruled and newspapers were healthy, the lobby of that paper oh, yeah. spilled mm -hmm. out around the block as a new edition of the paper came out at midnight for the clue. Wow. Yeah. Well, there was no online stuff. Well, a hundred years isn't what it used to be. <laughs> got that right it, it really is i had a a kid that lives in texas doing it electronically telling yeah. his brother where to go dig yeah was he close uh the, he was close but i i think it had already been picked up 
Yeah. Was the brother back here actually laying in his bedroom watching TV? Yeah. Telling <laughs> brother he's not safe. Sick. Yeah. I, I've told you guys the story, but if you're telling again, I told you guys the story of when my mother dragged me out to go treasure hunting. Yes. I would have been about six. She's in Como, and she's pawing through the snow like she knows what she's doing. And I lost my glasses. Ooh, Ralph in, in the act of looking for the treasure, my glasses somehow <laughs> fell off my head. And now they're they're buried in the snow. So you now her her me. energy is now to find the glasses. Sure. Because glasses were a big deal. Yeah, they sure. were yep. Yep. Yeah. She finds them and she lifts them up and says, I found them. All these people, these mad people with, with big, greasy snowmobile seats on and axes and cannons and shovels and blunderbuss, they start tromping through Como coming towards her. And she goes, no, no, no his no. glasses. His glasses. She thought, I thought we were going to get killed. Don't lose your glasses, Ralphie. What was the prize money back then, do you think? Probably about 50 bucks. Don't sure. pirates have blunderbusses? Yeah. In the big funnel yeah. on the end yeah, of the bus. The end of- <laughs> Only because they come to us all the way from, well, where are your we? Your mom. We are in still Lake Las Vegas, Nevada from the Traveling Lymans. It was on this day. Uh, Jan 2-9. In 1900, a fire destroyed much of the business section of Morristown in Rice County. It burned 20 buildings, including a bank, post office, and hotel. Wow. Who's been? I haven't. Oh, many times. I've been to Morristown? Hell yeah. Where is it? Just west of Faribault. (laughs) On this day. Very good, Rook. I get it. On this day. January 29th. In 1906, Catholic Bishop John Ireland dedicated the organ in the Church of the Immaculate Conception in Faribault. Boy, Faribault gets a lot of love. Rice County's getting some love today. Nice gift. And on this day, finally, in 2002, in a special election, Laos born St. Paul lawyer Mia Mua was elected to the state Senate. She is the first Asian woman elected the Minnesota legislature and the first Hmong American elected to any state legislature. Huh. That was on this day, January 29th in Minnesota history. Fantastic. Thank you, GLers. Don't Thank forget. you, GLers. Promos. <clears throat> Let's get to the promos. You know how you can find the promos? It's in that binder. What does it say? <laughs> Labeled promos. promos? Hey, if you are uh, like me and you just you cannot get enough of Garage Logic, join the thousands of GLs who have found us on YouTube. Just search for Garage Logic Podcast and subscribe for nearly daily content, including behind the scenes content, full segments, video shorts. That's Garage Logic Podcast on YouTube. Then, if you can read and you listen to the show, The Daily Logician is a great way to stay up to date on Garage Logic. The Logician is a daily email sent right to your inbox with the latest news and notes from Garage Logic. Sign up right now at garagelogic.com. You'll find the Daily Logician sign up form right there at garagelogic.com, the right hand side of the homepage. Up to 46. Looking good. And Podman, check it out online. It's a great, great app. See, I'm all for breaking the records now. If we're going to have this kind of winter, let's set new records. I bet we won't. 
going to listen to every show. Rolling. Fratelloni. Cloudy conditions for you to Now, San Diego is what right now? Uh, 72. That's pretty nice. Bonita Springs, 65 degrees. Are you going to pay what it costs to go to Bonita Springs to buy 15 degrees? No. I'm not either. I'm not. The hell with it. Why go through the hassle of an airport to buy 15 degrees? That's nothing. All right. So, Rock, you want to save that? Oh, you're just gonna... Yeah, I'm just trimming it. Got to tighten her up? Trim her up, babies. Fifty-two on Wednesday. That might be a record if we get there. Fifty a week from Wednesday. This is too good to be true. I'm going to start driving fun cars. So Jeremy Clarkson has quit and uh, doing top or not Top Gear the Grand Tour. You see that announcement? No, he we quit the up? farm show. No, not the farm sh- show. The car show. Oh, is he still doing the farm show? Yeah. Yeah, please. <laughs> Thank you. Way downtown. You missed. Huh? You, you missed. missed? No, I didn't. Went behind it. I use the back. I use the glass. Oh. Hey, Pat. Why did Tory Pines not play Sunday? Were they afraid of golf? All right. So, Reeves. Okay, so save that whole thing. File. Export audio. And make sure you're saving this as an MP3. Yep. So label it however, you, however it's going to work for you to remember it. The field they I always do GL and then dash. Town and country open. Monday pod, MO pod. Yeah. Brutal. If you're not one of those designated events. the date. Remind him he's on the council. So we're on the council. <clears throat> now I'd go back to megaphone and start having Joe give you the description. <sighs> Not to be confused with mega bus, megaphone. Mega bus. Uh, and do the long version in episode summary here. So have him just. Say, Woody, I'm ready for you, Joe. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. I'll use Mike 7. Honest to God, you two are the most destructive. Joe, I'm ready. Well, fudge, it wouldn't turn. It wouldn't. It wouldn't what was turn. Ilhan Omar? Oh, yeah. Telling her constituents. Yep. In Minneapolis, Friday night, question mark. 
Emailers found a bone to pick yep. with the Reverend Tim Christopher. Got it. Uh, yep, and we're bowling for dollars. And uh, again, yeah, just put John Hyde news. I just used it for the whole show. I don't want it all the way out here. It's over here. I'm going to go to the bathroom while you guys fix this. Very well, poor design. That's incapable of being fixed. It's the, the thing is stripped out. Much like that one is. But can he be heard on that one? Yeah, let's use a different mic. Who is Mike? <laughs> Gotta come in here with a tool belt. Hey John, can you hear me? Just not if you can hear me. Just not if you can hear me. Uh email your news stories to Rookie. And me. Okay. Email it to both of us, and I'll show Rookie how to do it. I'll, I'll do it for today's show. Rook, tell him I already sent them to you, but I'll send them to him now. He already sent it to me, but he'll send them to you as well. No, opposite way. But right. that's all right. Doesn't matter. Yeah, right. So click here. There you go. Heard on the show. Colon. Okay, next line. Go, go down. So go to your email. So we don't have time to do it. I'll, I'll just do it for today because I got to go in and do the ad insertion anyway. So you have to add in news stories, like three news stories every day to put on the show page link. Okay. And that comes up on the um, on the Garage Logic website. And I just didn't get them yet from John. Right. <clears throat> yep. No, I'll just, you oh, should have gotten oh, There they go. Okay, I'm going to go. Bye now. Copy the title. Or the headline, I should say. Go back to Megabus. Now paste it there. Megabus, a new sponsor. No, it's our platform. Highlight this. This? Highlight that, yep. Now hit this. Now hit that. Now go back. Get the next one? Nope. Go back to the news story. And take copy the URL. Go back to megaphone. Paste it in there. Sit control B. Okay, there you go. Save. There you go. Now hit, yep, now hit return. And we're going down here again, okay. Let's go to the next one. You just do that for those three. Let's go back to megaphone. Yep. I'll highlight it. There you go. No, just hit this guy. 
that. I'll go back to your story. Copy the URL. I'm going to give you my take on the playoffs. Yes, give me a take on that big Bluto in Detroit. Which one? The coach. Oh, he's the dumbest human being ever. <laughs> you could say that. I'll let you lead with that. I just lead with Baltimore and how manic, undisciplined, and chaotic they were. Yes, and I'd get rid of flowers today. You're gone. Pack yes, up your crap. Right. You're done. Yes. You're a moron. Plus you know where he really killed him with the uh, taunting your, penalty. Yeah. Your name is yeah, whatever your name is, the hell with you. Um, 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 um. <clears throat> Two pretty bad games, I thought. The second was a good game. Before. No. I lost my way. I don't go, go for fourth. You got to kick a field goal there. Right? <laughs> Plus, then they got the ball on the 20 yard line instead of the 50. Who do you play for? Lions? Yes. Now go back to the story. And I was rooting for the Lions. Those poor Detroit people, they filled Ford Field to watch it on the big screen. Yeah. Now hit save. New York Giants for four years, okay. the Cowboys for three, the Lions for three, and the Saints ended up. Okay, what happened here? Oh, shit, go back to dress. He was one of the long hair guys. Okay, make this big so I can see your face. Oh, here? They probably love him, oh, though. Yeah, click on that. They might not love him as much as they did. Oh, <laughs> right. That's why. Okay, so just take, like, the first sentence. What are we doing here? What can you do to the X that would cost three hundred million? That's what they're oh, saying. Yeah, yeah. yes, like costs one hundred ninety-seven mil to build it. Yes. What? Well, they want new ramps for their uh, equipment, but beyond that, what do they? It's need? state of the art still. Yes. Before, after, after the date. Whatever uh, they want, the, do they want the state to give it to them. Oh yeah. Uh, get rid of that zero. Well, it's there's nothing you can do to no, it. They're not getting on. it. Jesus. Make sure this where it says on Unless this is some clean. ploy for Leopold to move. And then scroll down. Where else you get a publish episode? Sell out Quebec. Now it's safe. Yeah, but that is Canadian money. Hamilton. Portland. Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee. Go back to here. And then you have to share the arena with the Bucks. Yeah. So you got to upload the upload your file that you saved. That's so true. I would just, do this. They're just throwing a big number out there. Have it date modified. I looked at the that golf scoreboard from Tory Pines, and at one point I didn't know anyone. And I know golf. 
You saved it from. Some French guy won. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> Would it just be on the desktop? 